Hello and welcome to Curiosity Kill the Cat. I'm your host, Sarah, and for this episode, I'll be getting into Succession, episode two of season four. Let's get into it, shall we? So we have everything here from Logan showing up at ATN. We've got uh, him pulling some moves with Tom, uh, shutting out divorce lawyers for Shiv. We have uh, Logan also cutting the helicopter that was supposed to take uh, Shiv and Kendall and um, Roman to Connor's rehearsal dinner. Uh, We have a very interesting rehearsal dinner. Uh, Willa is leaving as they show up. Uh, uh, Connor wants to go to karaoke. First, he wants to go to a real person bar, whatever that means to a rich person. And um, yeah, and we also get uh, a Stewie and Sandy show up in this episode. We get them trying to convince... Uh, the kids to vote no on the Matson Gojo deal and um, trying to squeeze the Swede for more money, as uh, Sandy so eloquently put it. So uh, let's start with the beginning of this episode. We have Logan and Carrie leaving the house and um, he tells her we don't know yet what he's talking about, but he says, let's a- uh, ask the chopper, right? There's something going on. She- about a helicopter and he says to axe it so we find out down the road that when the kids are leaving to go to connor's rehearsal dinner they can't get up in the air at least not in that private helicopter so they're just gonna have to try something else um we have uh kendall shiv and roman and all their assistants and everybody surrounding them watching pgn uh making jokes about the guy that's on the network and uh Kendall pitches in all Africa all day uh news either channel or show and Shiv is like that sounds like homework the show and she's not wrong um and uh eventually she gets a phone call from uh probably her main lawyer telling her that every lawyer has been conflicted out by Tom all the best divorce lawyers in New York uh, she's been iced out of them and she refers to it as I got mommed, uh, because I bet Logan did something very similar to, um, the three kids moms back in the day when they went through their divorce. Um, so she is really upset about that. Uh, she eventually calls Tom. I'll get into that in a minute, but, um, Greg, Greg gets in there first. He calls Tom as Tom is leaving ATN and lets him know that Logan is moseying around the floor, the office floor, which is this big open space. Everybody's just like right next to each other. It just looked as open as it was. It felt very claustrophobic. Um, And uh, then Tom gets the call from Shiv and she's like, do you want to marry my dad? Uh, or does my dad want to marry you? Like what, you know, good, good move. Way to, way to have my dad ice me out of all these lawyers. And Tom, of course, is like bumbling and says he wants to do things amicably. And I guess this is how you do it by using your soon to be ex-wife's father that she despises to help you with your divorce. Um, so anyways, she, she cusses him out and she's like, you know, if you want to be my dad's little bitch boy, Go tell, you know, be his little bitch boy and go tell him to stay the F out of my life. And uh, I think Tom is like halfway in the conversation because he's so stressed out about Logan showing up to ATN. Um, Then we get the kids watching um, 
Carrie's tape and making a absolutely fucking making fun of her uh for this audition tape um apparently Logan wants her to come on as like an on-air anchor or something and so this audition tape of Carrie is going around and she's not really good at uh at being an anchor and it's all going to come to a head when Greg of all people has to tell her that she won't be going on the big TV anytime soon um so uh when the the kids are watching this tape uh Shiv gets another call or I can't remember if she gets the call or gives the call. Um, but Sandy and Stewie are um, wanting the kids to vote no on the deal so that way they can um, squeeze more money out of the Matson deal. They think that there's more to work with there. Uh, when the kids finally go to Connor's rehearsal dinner, they kind of get ambushed by Sandy and Stewie a little bit. Um, and like I said, they really want them to vote no on the deal so they can get more money. And when Kendall gets the call from Matson, that makes things a little, it muddles things up a little bit. Um, but we have, uh, Logan just, it's like being in school and the teacher is just standing behind one kid at a time, slowly looking at their work. And when you can feel somebody hovering over you like that, oh my God, no fucking thank you. And if it's Logan Roy hovering over you, triple no fucking thank you. And so he goes behind one guy and he goes, one email. It took something about 15 minutes in one email. And he's scaring the shit out of all the employees. And uh, eventually, um, uh, eventually they put, and this is straight out of real life. I saw the picture. Um, So the Logan family is roughly based on the Murdoch family. And there is a picture of uh, Rupert Murdoch uh, at, I believe, probably Fox, um, standing on a bunch of printer paper for like a little stage to do a speech. And so they do that here, um, you know, and Logan's all, oh, no, no, no need to make a fuss, blah, 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 and has Tom introduce him. And when Logan comes on to the printer paper to give his roaring pirate spicy fucking speech uh tom says i i could give you a kiss from here and logan just stared at him (laughs) like no fucking response and logan goes into this by the time he was done with the speech i was like yeah fuck yeah so spot so fucking spicy so true we are pirates i was feeling it i was in it And then I was like, oh, my God, this is Logan Roy. I would never cheer for him in a million years. Um, But just Brian Cox as this character is just uh, out of this world, knocks it out of the park. So the speech was just, you know, he goes, we are pirates. And he's getting everybody jacked up. And, And he does. He has a charisma that, unfortunately, the the kids just don't really have. You know what I mean? They it's a. I don't know. I, and I don't know what the payoff is. You know, Logan has this kind of charisma, but he's kind of an awful person. He's not nice to his kids and doesn't really have a relationship with hardly any of them right now. And when we get to the karaoke bar, you know, especially Kendall and Shiv go into this full thing of like when Logan's trying to apologize, they're like, well, what are you sorry for? Are you sorry for A, B, C, D, and E? 
and you know, there's just, there's just a lot there. Um, then we have, uh, Shiv and Roman and Kendall trying to get to Connor's rehearsal dinner and, um, uh, the helicopter's a no-go. Roman really throws a fit, tells the one chick that he'll like ruin, spend a lot of money trying to ruin her career over this. Um, then we have Hugo and Jerry are laughing in one of like the boardrooms at ATN and Logan comes in with uh, Carolina, who we haven't seen too much yet. I know we're only two episodes into this deal, but still, uh, she's uh, one of my favorites. Um, and Logan wants to know what they're laughing at. And Hugo tries to get out of using his laptop up on like the projector. And long story short, he opens up his thing and there's the little blurb of Carrie because they're laughing at Carrie's audition tape. And I think even though Logan didn't ream into them as much as he probably would once the video popped up because he was like, what are you laughing at? Um, I think if anything, it, it, it fired his decision to definitely not let her be on air. Then he has this conversation uh, with Tom a little bit further down the line uh, to tell Carrie that there's going to be, there's, it's, it just is not going to happen. And then Tom pawns that off to Greg and yeah. Um, then we have, oh yeah, then the kids are trying to get to the rehearsal dinner. They get ambushed by Sandy and Stewie. Um, Stewie was so funny. He comes out of the, the thing and he's like, would you guys like to take the cab? Um, trying to get their attention. It was hilarious. Uh, I would love to see more Stewie. I think he's a fun character and whatever the actor, uh, is doing with Stewie, it's just, uh, it's just very nuanced. I could see Stewie kind of existing in other high-end television shows, uh, or movies. His character is just so, um, so enigmatic kind of, um, and I think it's hilarious that Sandy, Hope Davis's character, has the same name as her dad. You don't get that too often. And I just, I don't know. I think that's kind of funny. Um, but then Kendall, he, okay. So um, before, what was this? Before, oh yeah. They get to the rehearsal dinner. And as they're walking up the stairs, Willa is coming down the stairs with some of her friends. She's got a glass of wine in her hand and her phone. And she's like, ha, bye guys. I'll see you later. And they're like, wait a second. Isn't this your rehearsal dinner? Isn't it like, you know, isn't the wife bride supposed to be here? And she's like, oh, I'm not really like vital from this point on. And she's like, she's like, you can't really be jumping up and down for joy all the time, you know? And then she says she's kind of fuzzy or foggy or something and she is gone and Shiv is sort of like what the fuck so they go up there Connor is all alone and he said that Willa in the middle of her speech said uh I can't uh I can't can't do this and so and then he said she spent like 45 minutes in the bathroom with her so-called friends uh and Roman is like oh like no it's fine like it that's, it's going to be fine. Like, he's kind of one of the only siblings here that, like, offers some kind of comfort. You know, he's ready to end his life when Connor is in the middle of his karaoke song. But he's still there, and he's still trying to, at the very least, I don't know, go along with it. Um, Connor gets this idea. He wants to go to a, a real person bar 
And then when they get to the bar, he's like, I want to go to karaoke. I've always seen it in the movies, but nobody ever wants to go. And um, while all this is happening, Kendall gets a call from Matson, Alexander Skarsgård, who's like sitting in a fucking white tank top in his chair with like Dr. Pepper and like little candies watching TV in the middle of the night. He reminded me very much of when Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone is just like sitting there watching the movie, eating the ice cream. Like he's just this lonely, rich billionaire who just can't sleep and doesn't respect anybody who gets a good night's sleep. Um, and he basically tells Kendall that he is going to walk if they try to press him for more money and basically like, don't fucking try it. Okay. And that puts Kendall in the position by the time he's done with the phone call and goes back up to his siblings. Um, he has made the decision of like, yeah, let's try to get more money out of him. And I genuinely don't know where that's coming from. I don't know if he's self-destructive or if he just wants to fuck over his dad. If him and Shiv are so into fucking over Logan that, you know, reason and sense all sensibility go out the window. Um, it clearly makes Roman uncomfortable. Um, when Logan shows up and then he leaves the karaoke bar, um, Shiv and, and Ken are still kind of going at it about their dad and Roman's just very uncomfortable. Like he's just not into hurting people he loves like that in that sort of way. Um, I know he's a complicated character, uh, that Roman, but, um, that's one thing that made him visibly just like not, not, not cool, not cool. Um, and yeah, uh, they find out at the bar that Roman has been talking to Logan and he puts it like, it's just like a check-in and they're like, oh, a check-in? Like, what are you talking about? Um, and he wrote him happy birthday. Sorry, we couldn't be there. So he's... He's still in it with Logan, and by the time we get to the end of this episode, he's really in it with Logan. Um, but at one point, uh, Logan fall figures out that um, that the kids are doing what they're doing. I think from Connor and uh, him and Carrie and his his man Colin uh, go to the karaoke club and um, and uh, try to convince the kids to vote yes on the deal and not no. And, um, Connor at the karaoke bar, he, and at the regular bar this whole time, uh, fucking Willa's location has been on share and he looks at fucking Roman and Shiv and is like, uh, I think it's just the factory setting. And Shiv is like, no, no, it's not <laughs> like sharing your location with somebody is not the factory fucking setting. And he's watching her go to dry cleaners to this place, to that place. Next thing he knows, he thinks she's in the river. Oh no, she's on the, she's on the bridge going to Williamsburg. Willa's mom was still at the restaurant, I think talking to Connor. And, uh, yeah, I just thought that was highly amusing and, uh, alarming at the same time that he was watching her go wherever she goes. And, um, just to kind of stick with Connor for a minute here, I, he said some pretty, oh my God, he just said some pretty, um, 
it's just a sad, he had a sad little speech there. After Logan left, he just looks at the sibling, his siblings, and he's like, you guys are needy love sponges. And he basically says that his uh, superpower is that he doesn't need love. And that, you know, he's a, a, what did he say? I'm a plant that grows on rocks and I feed off of the insects that die inside of me. And Shiv is like, whoa, Connor, (laughs) you know, like, whoa. And he just is like, you know, if Will is not there when I get home, like I'll live, you know, it's, it'll be fine. Cause I'm used to this and I got this fucking down and Luckily for him, you know, uh, Willa is at home in bed when he gets home and she kind of looks over at him and he embrace, he spoons her and embraces her from behind. And that's that for them too. And all we know from the scenes for next episode is that they're all on the boat. So if the wedding happens, we'll have, you know, if it does happen, we will wait and see, but everybody's on the boat. So, uh, everybody, but Logan, I'm sure, um, so yeah, that was just kind of sad and it just kind of opened up Connor's character even more. And um <laughs> one funny thing was he was looking for Desperado in the karaoke uh songbook catalog and settled on I believe a Tom Waits song that was just so fucking depressing while he was singing it. Uh even Roman was like, "What happened to Desperado?" And uh yeah, what happened to Desperado? I would have loved to see Connor seeing a little, uh, a little Eagles there. Um, but, uh, anyways, so, um, daddy, daddy shows up eventually, um, coming in hot, trying to get the, get the kids to vote. Um, yes on the deal to not try to squeeze him for more money. He tells them that it's a good deal. I know what I'm doing. And, uh, then they just launch into like, can't you apologize for, again, this, this, and that, mom's wedding, for ignoring Connor, for hitting Roman, for this, this, and that. And, you know, poor Roman is like, oh, like, I'm, I'm annoying. Everybody, like, everybody's hit me. You know what I mean? And that's fucking sad and depressing. And then Shiv brings up, well, what about the lawyers, dad? You freaking iced me out of all the best. You, I got mommed. And he's like, well, if you were with me or around me, I would have given you the same advice, which is like, fuck you, dude. You know what I mean? Um, around. Yeah, I would. Oh, man, he's good. Uh, <laughs> so they go back and forth and back and forth. And he ends everything with telling them that he loves them, but they're not serious people. And I remember Kendall saying that to, I think, Roman and Shiv, or at least Roman, calling him, you're not a serious person. Um, I think at his one birthday party, he was like, called them, said that they weren't even real or some shit like that. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, we, we get that. And, uh, Kendall's alone going home. Shiv's alone going home. I noticed she had Tom's uh, contact thing up on her phone. It said Tom, Tom Wom's gams. Um, and then we get, uh, Tom and Logan, uh, and then Roman enters the room. But before I get into that, I don't know if I got into Greg, uh, basically firing Carrie. That was like, it made my stomach hurt because I just knew that like, 
you know, Carrie could be a fierce bitch, man. Like, if anything, like, she's around Logan for a reason. And, um, you know, I, I thought that that would pay off as her being like an anchor on screen. I could see her being a total psychotic Fox News style anchor, just chill person screaming from the rooftops about invisible boogeymen. But um, no, they had her choke, had her really suck at being it. And so Greg, you know, is just like, you sure you don't want to come in cold, you know? And she basically says if he lied about the the focus group that he brought up in the conversation, that she will tear him apart like string cheese. And then you see Carrie afterwards go into uh, the room with Logan and you could just kind of see on her face like something, you know, she's not saying anything to Logan, but Logan immediately goes, oh, the kids are, are uh, Sandy and Stewie and the kids, they can swing it. They've got juice, you know, whatever. And she's like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to ream them out? Do you want me to call them? And he's like, no, 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 let's keep it delicate. Let's keep it delicate. And then he goes, they have some juice. They have some fucking juice. <laughs> and it's like the things Logan says when he's doing that speech and he goes, so fucking spicy, so true. It was like, what is this language, you know? Um, and just just the his just cadence and yeah, his vocabulary, his vernacular. That's what I was trying to say. Um, it's just so different from everybody else. And, uh, when they're in the karaoke bar with Logan and Carrie, um, I think one of the kids, maybe Shiv brings up like, oh, oh, you're, a." <laughs> it was pretty crude, but it was like, oh, you got your, your, your dad, uh, fucked you over cherry popped. Like, oh, you're not going to be going on the air. And we all saw the tape. So just, Man, it's just a lot of back and forth and back and forth. And um, Logan decides as as he's storming out, ranting about how the rats are as fat as skunks and they don't even care to run anymore. <laughs> he's just like going on it. And uh, I think he saw a homeless man outside and said something about like, tell the kids to look at that, you know. And um, yeah, because Kendall at one point goes, Dad, this could mean like an extra hundred mil for us, you know? And I don't know if he means a hundred million for each of them or all together or what. But Logan's pissed and he wants to pull an emergency meeting with Matson. And uh, he's like, no, Jerry. So I don't know what was up with that. But he said specifically, no, Jerry. Then we see Tom and Logan sitting together at the house and Roman comes in. And Tom leaves. Uh, he Logan gives uh, Roman a drink and just basically said, "Sid is out at ATN. I need a I need a fighter, a pit bull, somebody ruthless, a bulldog, whatever the fuck he says, a killer, <laughs> um, to come into ATN. And that's you." He tells him, "You're not. You're not the Pierce Group. You're not PGN." Um, and he tells him in the last line of this episode, he tells him, "I." need you because Roman goes you really want me to and he goes no more I need you episode ends so it was a it was tough in some spots man there was several several chunks of time throughout this episode where the pit of my stomach was just 
rolling around and um most of the time it had to do with logan and when greg was telling carrie that she wouldn't be going on air anytime soon so um i don't know if i missed anything there was a uh when when fucking they were going to the karaoke bar (laughs) fucking kendall tells connor well, well, why don't you turn it? And it's, you can barely hear it over the background noise, but he goes, why don't you turn on or share your loc your dot too, so she can get jealous of where you're at. And, you know, I did say that Roman seemed to be the only sibling trying to help Kendall. They all do in their own way. Okay. They're all fucked up emotionally, but in their own way, they're there for Connor. They go to the one bar, they go to the karaoke bar. Yeah. They, fucking rib him a little bit but like um you know I don't I just enjoy when they're all together and the dynamic that they have and again the back and forth between you know kind of trying to be nice to your fellow sibling but then also fucking poking him at the same time um I I just have one sister so I don't know what the dynamic would be like if I had two more siblings thrown into the mix I would imagine it would be very interesting, uh, somewhat volatile, and uh, just, you know, I don't know. So the children, Roy, are all in interesting places. We got Connor, you know, the first pancake. At least Willa was back at home when he got home. At the end of the episode, Kendall had the weird call with Matson that he didn't tell anybody about. And then we've got Shiv at the end of the episode. I don't know what she wanted to call Tom for, but she had his number up and she was ready to do it. So um, uh, that was interesting in terms of her emotional layers. I could tell that, you know, she still loves him to a certain extent. I don't think she would have ever married him if she didn't. Um, And... uh, Roman back in daddy's arms again. So isn't that nice? Uh, That's the episode. Um, I'm excited to see. I love a good wedding episode in succession. So hopefully something uh, gnarly will happen. But um, yeah, Uh, I hope everybody stays serious out there. Uh, You don't want to be a non-serious person, especially in front of uh, Logan Roy. But uh, yeah, have a good rest of the week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will be coming back soon for episode three of Succession. Goodbye.